everybody, welcome back. This is Commander's Vault. I'm JB. I'm Dale. And we have a little shorter, shorter one for you today. Um, starting off, we want to finish off this giveaway for the uh, Innistrad Midnight Hunt sick-ass poster. Oh my god. I tried to buy... There's like three other game shops in town. I drove there and asked if I could buy their, their, their poster, and they said no. And uh, I was like, Neil, why do you have to give away our poster? And he said, I gotta. I said, okay. <laughs> you know. So anyway, we got uh, we got that all drawn. Our winner, uh, little drum roll, uh, Dale. Brrr, what do we got? Okay, so the winner of the poster and a pre-release kit is Plowboy Bebop. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> awesome. Like the name. Plowboy so. Bebop. <laughs> Plowboy Bebop, you are the winner for uh, this giveaway. Congrats! Uh, I want that poster so bad. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't want it, you know, if you're like, ah, oh, I could do without it, I'll, uh, hit me up in the DM. <laughs> I'll, uh, you know, buy it off you. But uh, yeah, that is the winner. Congratulations! You get a free pre-release kit and this sick poster. Um, rest, uh, we got the. Was it tournament? We had a tournament? Uh, yeah. Yep. We had a pre-release event that was a two-day event. Uh, you said the first day was a little lackluster, yeah? Yeah. yeah it, not a lot of people showed up. Uh, not sure what was going on. I mean, it was kind of crappy out here locally, like weather-wise and, uh, you know, so. But uh, what was the metagame? Uh, honestly, it was weird because <laughs> it, it was not a lot of competitive decks, which normally our events are like pretty heavily CEDH, but uh, this first day event was not really too many competitive decks. I think in the end, it came down to the uh, maybe like two or three competitive decks, which was a uh, Cody deck and... Uh, Tassiger? Uh, no. Tassiger Tassiger wasn't in it. Uh what was what was Adam playing? I can't remember what Adam was playing. It wasn't Tassiger though. Nivmizit? No. It wasn't Nivmizit either. It was a uh I wanna say Rakdos, one of the newer Oh, Prosper. I think so. Yeah, he is a Prosper deck. Yep. So it was Cody, that, and then Shaw played, I think. Tolivar? Did he play Tolivar? Tovalar. Yeah, the Disney's. werewolf. Yep. Yeah. So I believe it was those three were the final pod. There was one other one in there, uh, which I believe was uh, Food Chain, maybe? No, that was the second day. So the first, the first day of the tournament, I can't really remember, but... It ended up being uh, Cody, I think. Or no, Gitrog. That's what it was, a Gitrog. Uh, oh, Gitrog, yeah, yeah. Cody, the werewolf deck, and uh, Gitrog won that one. Barely beat out uh, Cody. That's like, oh, like uh, I mean, Jonah was on Gitrog, right? Yeah. And Jonah is a, an extremely experienced Gitrog pilot. Yeah. He's been playing Gitrog for fucking ever. Years, yeah. Yeah. Like... It, yeah, the guy knows every line in the deck. He can he can get there. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I I think overall Cody is stronger 
but I do I think that um, he hadn't played the deck for very long because Cody and I mean I just want to say this because I like I represent a lot of the CDH here on the channel and uh, Cody is a an extremely fast glass cannon deck and it's got so many lines that it's really hard it's hard to play and I told I told Matt he was the one playing it I said Matt you could have picked an easier deck like something that's just as good but easier and he was just like, no, I never see anybody playing Cody, which, which understandably, like I, I respect. Yeah, I mean, no, built it because nobody has played it around here. Yeah, nobody does. Uh, now the I should preface this: the goal of the Cody deck is to cast Cody, and then cast any one-drop spell in your deck, which is there's a lot, to find Profane Tutor, which Cody's ability is. Tap four, tap Cody, gain Wooberg mana. So you one of each color mana. And then the next instant or sorcery spell you cast, you cast the uh, you reveal cards off the top of your library until you reveal one that costs less and cast it for free. So the deck is a shitload of one drops. So you activate Cody, you use one of the mana from the Cody, and you activate a one drop. And then you go get Profane Tutor, which technically has a converted mana cost of zero. You cast that to get Ad Nauseum to your hand, and then you Ad Nause your deck and win. There's so many lines, like I said, like it is just, it's complicated. It is a very, very user-aware deck. Like every situation is different. Every hand, there's a line. Like it's crazy. I know for a fact, too, that every single pod that he sat down with in that deck, everyone was like, go after him immediately. Like, seriously, even before the games even started, everybody is, like, sitting there conspiring together. How do we shut down Cody? Like, because for the most part, we all are pretty aware of, like, what yeah. decks are yeah. highly tuned and and gonna do well in CDH so everybody was just conspiring to try to shut him down and I think that left windows open for other decks, other decks yeah. To, yeah definitely to it, it definitely makes sense um, so I think who won the first day? Cody? Uh, I think Cody won the first day and then the second day Gitrod won yeah but yeah that was our uh that was our pre-release tournament here. Um, overall, I have seen some cool stuff come out of the the new the new set. Rem Carolis, the uh, one-sided board wipe guy. Yeah, where he takes your pyroclasm and makes your guys invincible to it, and their guys take an extra damage. So it's like it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's a good, and he's only a three-drop, I think, right? He's uh, one in a Boros? Yeah. One in Boros? Yeah. Yeah. For a bunch of fucking... I think he's like Vigilance and Haste, and then he has the prevent all damage will be dealt to creatures you control, and then creatures and opponents control would get, take an extra damage. Like, extra one damage. If they would be dealt damage, they're dealt one more instead. Uh, yeah. it uh, That seems pretty neat. Seems like a pretty cool... Uh, very aggro tempo deck where you clear their board over and over. 
Um, you're immune to your own blasphemous acts and your uh, your pyroclasms and you know all those like sh- like slagstorm and all those sweeper creature sweepers. Yeah. That are just annoying. Yeah. You know. All, all pretty much all the mono red spells that go and tore off that are just sweepers. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That would be you know that would be a good tore off shell even. Yeah. Rem Corollis, find Torolf, cast Torolf, and then win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I really actually have been looking a lot at uh, Sticky Fingers. Old old Stick Fingers? Yeah. Dude, oh, man. That one, to me, I'm just like, oh, Marin. Marin just absolutely loves that guy. Like, if it's, like, Whoa. turn five and you have seven mana and you just cast that for uh, five... Reveal until you hit five creatures and put them into your graveyard, and then at the end step, recur whatever you want with Marin. Like, now pretty good. I've seen a really cool um, CDH build of that, uh, where you use Black and Green's creature tutors, like you use Black's tutors and Green's creature tutors to get Necroticus, and it's a Necroticus deck. And you cast Old Stick Fingers for three. You put uh, Skurg Familiar, uh, Asmodeus, and whatever into your graveyard. And you just win. Yeah. Okay. That's... Yeah. As soon as I see X and Golgari and then flip until you hit creatures, it's like, okay, well, that's pretty easy to work with, you know? Yeah. Because you only... You can just go kind of like the Cody deck. Oh, well, I only have to put, you know this in my deck and then I can just cast it and win. So mm-hmm. I feel like uh, old stick fingers there is uh, is definitely yeah. going to be a uh, deck that can get broken pretty easily. I, I really like it. I think it's fun as fuck. <laughs> I like it too. Like even if you're um, you know you you like bridge from below or, or something like that, and you have like dread return, and then you can, you can so eff- effectively you can use stick fingers to mill your whole library, get the zombies dread return the necroticus and win. Like it's got a bunch of cool. I mean, it falls to fucking leyline of the void yeah. instantaneously. <laughs> like oh, if you're running sure. the combo version, <laughs> it it just you get shit on. Like, yeah, absolutely shit on. Uh, but you know, luckily I don't think he would play into that. But yeah, but at the same time, Golgari has access to a shitload of de- destruction. Yeah, like you have a uh, uh, Assassin's Trophy, Abrupt Decay, any one-drop green spell, Nature's Claim. Uh, you have the Naturalizes. The I can't remember. Force what, of Vigor. No, there's the the one. It's like Natural Effort or Natural Struggle or some shit. It's from Zendikar. It's from or, uh, the new Zendikar. Okay. And it's like one green Natural State. And it's like destroy an artifact, ca- casting cost three or less instant. Okay. It's pretty good. And it's one green. Yeah. One green instant, destroy this thing. It's pretty good. Yeah, you have uh, the one from Ikoria that's exile three uh, enchantments. So, say they cast, you know, Leyline. You can just instant speed, exile Leyline. Barrier Breach. Yeah, right. Barrier Breach. Yep. I mean. In green and black, you there is a lot of options to deal with pesky 
artifacts and enchantments. Maybe not so in mono black, but in Golgari and in green, there's plenty of instant speed removal to get rid of any type of enchantments or artifacts that are gonna like shut down the grave. Yeah. And especially if you're like gonna try to build that as like a more combo centric deck where you're running only the creatures that you need to combo off and then the whole rest of the deck it can just be filled with interaction you have plenty of options to be able to defend your combo and uh you know go off you, you might not have the counter magic against blue per se but there's definitely a lot of ways to get there i think yeah so, I, yeah stick fingers seems pretty cool over i like it um i'd like to try a mono blue build with the the guy who says spells can't be countered <laughs> and they have auto flashback yeah that seems pretty fun yeah that's a pretty interesting one like flashing back high tide for two blue seems pretty good oh, yeah. um but the overall like tovalar i think he was what werewolf needed hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Um, the daybound, nightbound wolves. Uh, having them guaranteed to transform is really good. Uh, even the non non daybound, nightbound wolves, the ones from Eldritch Moon and before. Yeah. Um, they benefit a lot from the same effects, like the pumps and the. Uh, was it anthems for yeah the new set has brought in and they're pretty aggro they, they are. are very heavily aggro i mean uh i've i probably put in six or seven games against shaw's deck and i mean that thing is really strong and it's not even like super tuned you know he yeah. like threw it together and it's like just like for him for him it's like a funzy deck and he's just having a good time like he his biggest gripes were like yeah having to flip all my cards over and over a bunch of times like kind of gets like tedious and like creating so many tokens because he has like creates tons of tokens then puts tons of counters on everything and then all the like day and night flips over and over again but aside from all of that it's a very strong deck and that's not even tuned up all the way like Shaw's a really good player and makes some really good decks so for just a you know a funzy deck that he built like it's real strong I mean some of my better decks had like uh, an issue with uh all the freaking wolf tokens that <laughs> next thing you know are like 1818s <laughs> you know and you're like wait what <laughs> so yeah yeah uh yeah the uh what else is uh what else is kind of splashed around uh lex has been playing the uh demir precon oh will hilt yeah, the uh, zombie with yeah. the Cade uh, combo engine. Uh, yeah, that deck is has been pretty good. Uh, I think I played maybe about five games against that, and uh, yeah, it did its job pretty well every time. I mean, I think out of the five games we played, he probably comboed off two, 
two or three times. And uh, the other times, you always had a pretty stacked board. You know, you can remove everything and still has, like, some resiliency, bounces back even after board wipes and everything. Has, has its own removal, its own board wipes. If things got out of control, he could board wipe and still be able to bounce right back. So... I think that deck has a, a lot of potential in the more casual, but, like, upper levels of casual. Yeah, yeah, so. I know what you mean. Um, have you put any of the new stuff in your decks? Uh, I saw you had Augur of Autumn in there. Yeah, I slotted in Augur of Autumn into my Cogla deck just because it's a human, and I've been trying to work some more humans in there. There's some other stuff from the set that I want to try to slot in there. Just having a hard time figuring out what to take out for it. But, yeah, there's a lot of pretty decent humans in there. Uh, I also slotted in the, the Meat Hook Massacre in, into oh, my yeah. Dina deck. Because, I mean, that card is just ridiculously mm. good. I want to play Matt of that art. <laughs> yeah, that would be me sick. too. It's a badass art. Seriously. Uh, but uh, the deck that I have it in is kind of trash. But, <laughs> you know. Oh, the Dina deck? Yeah. It's, it's nowhere near tuned or anything like that. Not even close to optimized. But it's a fit for the deck. Maybe eventually it'll get better and be more relevant. But Yeah, I'm really... I'm, honestly, after the D&D set, um, I kind of lost my deck building want. I built Targnar. I built Asmodeus. Um, those were the only two that I was like, kind of like, oh yeah, I'll build that just to see. Yeah. Uh, but the I really want the Realms Uncharted or whatever the fuck it is. Do you know what I'm talking about? What the hell's the the program where they're getting all the shit? Universe Beyond. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Universe Beyond. Yeah, I really want the Warhammer 40k stuff like I want to see what that shit has in it cause 40k will probably get my uh, juices flowing again that and probably uh, Kamigawa Neon Future Destiny Neon whatever yeah I'm really looking forward to next year dude like I don't want to get ahead of everything because I actually am looking forward to uh, the next Innistrad set, the Vampire set. Yeah. I am looking forward to that, but I am way more looking forward to Kamigawa next year. Yeah, like seriously, like that set's gonna have to be bonkers. Like I hope so. I think Wizards is gonna really push vamps. No, not vampires. They're gonna fucking push uh, Kamigawa, like, oh, yeah. because of just how underpowered Kamigawa was originally, because of like how the uh, Phyrexia was just so yeah, overpowered yeah, yeah. in standard that they had to nerf Kamigawa. I think this time around they're gonna just pump up Kamigawa hardcore and like I. Like, I don't want them to break a bunch of cards, but I think that they're going to really push the cards and, and make this set. Not that like, they haven't been pushing good. the cards. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, true. they've been pushing the shit out of cards yeah. uh, lately. Like, I'm expecting probably the power level of, like, 
I don't know. Uh, I, I really don't know. Maybe the last set that just came out with uh, tore off and and all that, you know. Yeah. I think call time. I think it'll probably be on the level of call time, where like there's like some cars that are just like really fucking good, and then a, a lot of cars that are just like. Okay. Eh, okay. Yeah. But no, I don't think there will be too many cars that are just trash. Well, that's good. So. Well, <clears throat> as for uh, that set, I mean, we uh, look to see what, you know, there's still, it's only been, what, a week since uh, release? Yeah. Or so. And, um, yeah, we're, we're still a lot of time to figure out cool shenanigans and, and uh, card combos and things like that. But uh, we are closing in at here at the Commander's Vault on our 50th episode. Uh, 50th episode, got to do something cool, you know. We'll probably give away a bunch of shit. <laughs> Not <laughs> right. that that's much different from normal, but, you know, we'll uh, probably give away a bunch of shit. And um, one of the things that we had talked about doing was using a service called MPC, which is a printing company in China that does very very good looking uh magic the gathering proxies they're not they're not trying to look like magic the gathering cards the front is the front will look exactly like the front of a regular magic the gathering card but the back just is white and says proxy yeah so it's you know there's it's not it is not trying to rip off like a, an actual magic card with a fake front fake back and then you could possibly think that it's a real card you know it literally yeah. just says on the back proxy big you, black letters you put them in a sleeve yep. they look great you take them out of the sleeve it's clearly not a real magic card. yeah uh one of the things we had decided to possibly do um was to build decks dale and i building each building a deck getting it printed and sending it to the winners and it was obviously being you know, like we, it would be uh, the the printed deck, uh, set of dragon shields, and a deck box. You know, that would probably be the easiest way to ship it. Yeah, it's just like that. So you get, you know, at the very least, you get a deck box and sleeves. But it would be something personal from us. Like we would build these decks, and I would build a deck that I would play. You know, if I was at your LGS, I would sit down with this deck and play with you. Exactly. And that would be exactly what I would do. You know, I wouldn't. I would never put cards in it that I wouldn't put in to lower the power level or whatever. Like, I mean, so just from that, my 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 deck's probably gonna be pretty powerful. Yeah. Like just card choice wise, <laughs> I'm probably gonna. It's probably gonna be like an eight nine. But that's that's me as a player. Like that's what I would play if I was sitting there with you, and you can stomp all your friends with it, and you know whatever. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it would be something personal to me. Something like a deck that I love. Either that I have played, or that I really want to play, and that I'm look, working on a list for personally. Um, I'm leaning towards uh, Narset, uh, Enlightened Master. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, it's a six drop from Cons of Tarkir that has Jeskai colors, three um, uh, white, blue, bla uh, white, blue, black, white, blue, red. <laughs> that would be way too good. Uh, white, blue, red. And she's a 3-2 with uh, Hexproof that says, Whenever Narset Enlightened Master attacks, you reveal the top four cards of your library. You may cast any of those cards without paying their mana costs. 
So I ran for many years uh, a Narset Enlightened Master Turns deck. That was like my favorite deck. I, in fact, I built it once, foiled it out completely. It got stolen, and I built it again. I liked it that much. So, yeah. Like, yeah, the deck is insanely good. So, yeah. Like, if if that is one of the decks that we decide to print up, then just know if you do win that deck that it is like a top tier deck like you will crush people with it because it is very good well i've played against it many times uh yeah i i don't know (laughs) i i played it for you know almost five years and um it since tarkir came out like i built the deck before tarkir was released i saw the preview for it and i was like i am building this deck and uh then i built it and it shit on people and i was like wow this is really strong and i continued to tune it tweak it upgrade it over the years fully foiled it out it got stolen got pissed off for a year didn't build it and then i was like ah, i cannot not play this deck so i built it again um that's a deck that's very close to my heart i would you know that would be something that i would build what do you think you would go with dale i just wanted to add on actually that uh that deck is one of the decks that I played against a lot, actually, when I really first started playing Magic. Like, yeah, sorry about that. So, yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of uh, L's against that one, but it really did help me out, like, uh, you know, learning Magic a lot and getting better at Magic. So I've had my losses against that deck, but, I mean... It is a really good deck, and I actually have a spot for that deck in my heart just because I've played against it so much and lost against it so much and had so many just grindy wars against it trying to trying to beat JB that, like, I, too, have a spot for that deck in my heart. Uh, <laughs> so I just wanted to mention that. But no, for uh, me, uh, it's honestly a hard toss-up. Uh, it's... It would either be Kogla, which is, like, the main deck I've been playing for the last, like, year and a half, which is kind of like a Selvala shell, except for it's Kogla as the commander, and then it's more so human tribal outside of, like, Selvala, um, the new Gaius Cradle on an elf, uh... Can't think of what that one's called. Circle of Dreams Druid. Yep, Circle of Dreams Druid. Um, And some of the other, like, elves that tap for multiple mana. And outside of those specific elves, it's mainly just humans. Nylia's... What's what's the one that's Devotion to Green? That can pop off? Uh, Freaking... Disciple? Nylia's Disciple? What the hell's that card? No... From the original Theros yeah. block. Oh my gosh, I can't think of it. It's one, but of, the, it's one have, of the other infinite mana engines. Yeah. Uh, I have extreme brain injuries from when I was a kid, so I have like bad memory with names. But yeah, it's a three colorless, one green tap equal to your devotion to green. Uh, oh, I can't think of her name. But 
Yeah. That's one of the infinite mana combos in the deck. There's, I mean, probably like six different infinite mana combos in the deck. And then if you can't get infinite mana with those ones, you also have your uh, enchantments that double your uh, double your mana whenever you tap. There's plenty of those. And then uh, mainly just goes with uh, the Whisperer. So you can draw a card whenever you cast a creature. And basically Coggle is just a bounce. A bounce. Uh, basically Team or Sabertooth. Yeah. Style combo deck. Uh, so I would either probably go with that as the deck. And if not that, which... That's probably the deck I play the most because I just really like it. But outside of that... Karametra's Acolyte. Karametra's Acolyte, exactly. That's it. Uh, which is also used in the other deck I'm about to say, which is uh, Yorvo. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Yorvo was from, what, Theros block? Mm-hmm. Um, the new Theros block. Uh, Yorvo, which is three. It's a green, green, green for a giant creature that uh, gets bigger the more green creatures that you cast or have on the battlefield. And uh, basically that deck, every time a green creature enters the battlefield, he gets bigger. So then I would run a ton of squirrel effects. So my deck was a squirrel token generating deck so i had like all of the like infinite squirrel combos all the squirrel generals all like everything that creates squirrels i had in the deck the squirrel link had it all and that deck is still to this day one of my favorite decks of all time i mean because it's a dual threat it goes extremely wide creates tons of tokens to where next thing you know within like five turns i have like you know 30 squirrel tokens or just 30 tokens not necessarily squirrels but i can go wide and kill somebody so everybody gets all focused on me like oh no he's got all these tokens but at the same time my commander now is like a 30 30 so i can just swing my you know 30 30 yorvo at somebody pop them out of the game and then disperse my 30 tokens at two of the other players pop their lives down by half yeah and then go after everybody and i really like that deck a lot because it's like not like combo it's not like you're just gonna win all at once but it's also just like fun for everybody else to play with they're like oh man look at all these tokens you know especially because i always tried to play it whenever i'm casting my like green sun or my uh worldly tutors I'm going and getting my squirrel generators. <laughs> like that was always what I did. It's just just go get it, whatever creates squirrels. Yeah. So I think honestly, I think I'd probably go with Yorvo. If I had to create a deck, it'd probably be Yorvo. Yeah, I uh, I was thinking of either doing Narset or the other deck that I had for the longest amount of time was Captain Sisse, the original. Before Paradox Engine and Captain Sisse got really fucking good, um, this was Captain Sisse that was just a Legends toolbox, and turns out there's Legends that do just about everything, so you could find, if you needed uh, people stop attacking you, you could go get Board Wipe, 
Um, what I like to do was uh, basically ramp out this. Okay, do you want to know how long ago this was? Rafelos Land of War Emissary was uh, was legal. Wow. So it's <laughs> yeah, okay. quite a long time ago. But you could ramp out Rafelos, you could search him out with Sizze, and then you could cast huge spells. Like, uh, my favorite was casting Tooth and Nail on, like, turn four to get, um, was it Kamal Fist of Croja and Elish Norn? And then I would turn everybody's lands into creatures. Oh, that's dirty. Yeah, and this was a long time ago. You know, this was 2000, uh, probably 12. Okay. When was Elish Norn released? That would have been when I did it. Yeah. New Phyrexia. Probably, yeah. Yeah, when New Phyrexia was released, I put that that synergy in the deck, and that was like the bane of everyone's existence for quite a while. Um, it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> but... <laughs> I played that deck. That was the deck that uh, actually started my reputation before the Comics Fault was even here in Altoona. Like, it was, I, oh, let me tell you the story time. This was my first um, experience playing EDH at Snake Eyes uh, games. So I walk in, and this person there, they introduced themselves to me. Uh, and then they asked what I wanted to do, and I said, oh, I'd like to play some Commander. And there was probably, like, I want to say 20 people playing Commander. So, big group of people. And they say, oh, well, I'm the queen of Commander here. <laughs> so my immediate reaction is like, <laughs> okay, uh, weird, weird to <laughs> open up with. So I said, oh, okay, you want to play some games? And they said, yeah, sure. Uh, they played me with Janara, Asuro of War. Um, I shit whipped him with a zombie wizard combo. Like, this was, like I said, this was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, zombie wizard combo, uh, which if you're unfamiliar, it's basically, um, Temple Bell, uh, and, what is it, Mind Over Matter. But you're drawing a shitload of cards, so you want to Temple Bell and kill everybody. And you have enough counter magic to usually, uh, Stop any sort of shenanigans that would go on. Um, so yeah, there was I, I played against that, and then I played against Una Queen of the Fae, and I tooth and nailed on turn four to get uh, Kamal Fist of Croja and Elish Norn, and they said, "Oh, okay." And they they like uh, play a land, and they played some fairy thing. That I was like, "Okay, whatever." And they'd untapped, and it came to my turn, and I started blowing up all their, all their lands. And I was just like, I was like, I'm going to tap. This is turn, like, six or five or something, and I'm like, I'm going to tap five forests for, to activate Kamal five times, target all five of their lands. And they got so mad at me. They're like, don't blow up my lands. We don't do land destruction here. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Why not? <laughs> I, I said I said the words, yeah, it's a perfectly viable strategy. Um, well, if you blow up any more of my lands, I'm going to scoop. I was like, I was, I think people people usually scoop whenever I do that. So I was like, yeah. okay, uh, maybe I'll just blow up all your swamps. So I blew up all the swamps, and they stayed playing. And I did win that game, but it was just like one of those things that, like, 
I would uh, I would show up and like I would ask like, hey, can I join a game? And some people would just be like, no. No. <laughs> no. Not going to play with you. <laughs> yeah. It got passed around that I was, uh, I was the, la- the resident land destroyer. <laughs> and uh, I, I love land destruction. I think it is a, a viable strategy and should be used more often. Because, you know, somebody, somebody flips their guy's cradle out on you and you're just like, man, okay, wasteland that. Get it out of here. Somebody's like, Nick those, and you're like, strip mine. Get yeah, the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, def- shit. I definitely think that land destruction is a viable strategy, especially in Commander. Yeah. And so there was that, and that was around the t- Like, I had just built Narset, and I was taking it out for its paces, and I was just destroying people. Like, when I would go to that store, once everybody kind of knew me, uh, I was not allowed to play Narset. I was told that it, I could play Narset like once a month. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Whatever. And I, I like had a... I ended up having like a Narset off with this guy. Because he's like... I heard him talking. And he was like three tables away from me. He's like, oh dude, my Narset deck never loses. And I'm like, swing. Excuse me? You want to play <laughs> Narset? Me Narset? And he goes, yeah, dude. And I fucking nut-handed. Like, I <laughs> nut-handed, I could, like, turn two Narset. Ow. So I stick Narset on turn two, and he goes, Dude, it's turn two. And I was like, yes, I know. <laughs> and he was just like, holy fuck. And I'm like, well, here we go. And uh, I swung, and I immediately hit, like, time stretch. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I think this game is over. Yeah, yeah, well, that'll do it. <laughs> Uh, how I remember hitting Howl of the Horde into uh, into like time warp or something. So it was like triple time warp, and I was just like, I'm just gonna kill you with commander damage because uh, I get to take X amount of turns. Um, what's that? Savage beating. Yep. And because uh, if you entwine the savage beating, uh, because the entwine cost is paid as you cast it, like you can entwine it from Narset's effect. If you pay the Antoine cost, um, and then if you add any more extra combat, she already has she has double strike until end of turn. So you're just like, whap whap, yeah. whap whap, whap whap. Yep. So you can just murder somebody real easily with commander damage. Um, but yeah, that was like my entrance into this you know, the Altoona commander scene was <laughs> was playing land destruction and getting absolutely. Getting absolutely shunned <laughs> because I did so. And then I was like, okay, maybe I'll just play. I won't play that line anymore because everyone gets really salty. Like, horrifically salty. Yeah. But that was, uh, yeah, that was like, Narset is the deck that I think I would put into proxy and, you know, send out to somebody to have some fun. Whipping ass with uh with taking a bunch of turns. If you love solitaire, you'd love the deck. Cause uh, once you uh once you get going, it's uh you're playing with yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a definitely a good one, for sure. But if you guys you know have any cool suggestions, what kind of decks would you like to see Dale and I build? You know, 
And don't be a fucking cheeky asshole and be like, oh, I'm going to pick a Legends card that's just seven mana and it's just like garbage. Yeah. You know, it's like seven mana, five, four with Planeswalk. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. But, yeah, I think uh, that's what one of the things we would like to give away. And if you have any ideas or, you know, would like to see a specific deck that we would make and, and send out, hit us up with ideas at the Commander's Vault. Yeah. Or com- com- was it? Commander's Vault. Yeah, the Commander's Vault Instagram. Yep. Yeah, definitely hit us up at Commander's Vault at, in- at Instagram uh, with any suggestions that you have. Yeah. Like, we're down to check out all your suggestions and, like, try to build around it, build some decks with it, and, you know, have yep. some fun. Definitely. So, yeah, we're definitely, we're coming up on 50th episode very, very soon. Uh, this was going to, like I said, this was going to be a short little jaunt. We're ended up over, like, 40 minutes, but, you know, it's short for us. Usually we're over an hour. Yeah. But uh, just want to give you guys an update and make sure we drew the winners. Again, uh, Plowboy Bebop. <laughs> uh, grats yeah. on your, your poster and your free cards. We'll be hitting you up in the DM to, to get your, your mailing address. Wherever the fuck you live, we will send it to you. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all we got for this episode. Uh, you got anything else, Dale? Nah. All right. Well, uh, once again, thanks for uh, supporting us and, uh, and and listening to us uh, jabber on. And, you know, we'll be here giving away cool shit for our 50th episode, so uh, make sure to check us out then. But uh, thanks for listening once again. I'm JB. And I'm Dale. And have a good evening.